Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester, and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you guys for joining me for another one of my Spiritual Queens Badass podcast today. I am super excited to have the lovely Barty Deer with us today. So Barty, if you don't know, is a writer and a qualified social worker specializing in child protection. She was born in Uganda and adopted by an Asian family at a time when adoption was taboo. The family later fled the country after the expulsion of Asians in 1972. Barty now lives in Reading, UK with her adoptive daughter. So welcome to the show, Barty. Thank you so much for being here today. And thank you very much, Emma, for having me on your podcast. As I said, I'm really honoured and very humbled to be here. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. And we're here to talk all about your lovely new book, Worth, which is out now with Hay House. And I've heard so much about this book and I've got a copy myself. So I'm excited to dive into this really soon. But I want to hear all from you about your book today. And we're going to go into all of that with our questions in a second. But one question I love to ask my guests, um, every guest who comes on the podcast is, when did you spiritually awaken? What's your story? So would you class yourself as spiritual as well? Do you know, Emma, I would class myself now as, as being quite spiritual. But I'll be honest, I came into the spirituality awakening much, much later. It's only been in the last few years that I've actually started to awaken to my spirituality. So um, in, in Worth, I sort of talk about um, the first time I had an inkling of uh, uh, spiritual beings, spiritual, um, uh, and I, I would call them angels, was when I was about uh, six, seven years old. And my father was um, a Reader's Digest uh, he was an avid fan of Reader's Digest. And I remember hunting for something to read. And I went into his study and I looked at this Reader's Digest and I picked it up. And there was a really amazing story. Um, there, were, there were people talking about angels. And uh, there were, you know, there was this really amazing story about this woman who had broken down and how um, she was frightened and she knew she was in not in a very rough area. 
and then some um, bad guys approached her and uh, basically these two very strong, um, very tall men appeared out of nowhere and uh, the, the, bad, the baddies, for want of a better word, fled. And um, that story really captivated me. And she was talking about the fact that when she turned around, um, they f- helped her fix her car, got her in the car. She managed to drive off. But when if, just before she drove off, she turned to thank them and they disappeared and she called them angels. And that really captivated me. And, um, you know, if you look at my story, um, you know, you talked about me being abandoned at birth. And I don't know, that story really resonated with my soul. And I thought, you know, I really began to believe in angels then. So I I guess that was the beginning of what you would call a a slight beginning of my spiritual awakening, that there there were other beings out there that are sent to protect us, to guide us, to advise us. I don't. I wouldn't say that I went straight into. Oh, I, I started speaking with angels or anything like that. But I just became very aware that I must have been um, protected by angels when I was born because I was found on the roadside in Uganda. And in my book, I sort of talk about you know, like there might there must have been a force field of angels around me, you know, repelling any animals that wanted to get me and protected this little helpless baby in a box. So yeah, I read, uh, so I think round from the age of six, seven, I started to become really aware of the presence of angels. Prior to that, obviously we went, um, well, in Uganda, we went to a missionary school and I'd heard about angels, you know, the angel story at Christmas, the angels coming down. So I, but the, it hadn't resonated as much as that story of re, that I read in Reader's Digest and then becoming aware of the fact that I must have been protected when I was born. And then as time has gone on, I've become more and more aware of various <clears throat> things that where I, I believe that I've had um, messages. Um, so in, in, in Worth, I talked about being a university and my self-esteem was really low at that point. And I um, was lying in bed, you know, I'd been bullied throughout my life. And I just remember questioning my very worth and my very life and thinking, why was I even here? Why was I born? You know, and I was thinking how ugly I was and stuff like that. And then I heard a voice tell me, you know, just talk to me and, and say to me, all these people that have hurt you, they're not lying there sleepless thinking about you and you've got to either now make something of your life or you have to go away crawl at home and just lock yourself in a room and never come out and and um, in worth I've talked about you know how that what what, it was like an epiphany moment for me and uh, I really believe that voice was heaven sent I do believe there was a spirit guide there and they were telling me you know, come on, you know, enough is enough. You've had years of putting yourself down, putting your worth down, not having any self-esteem, and now is the time for you to change. So, yes, that's 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 my story, Emma. I started off sort of having that sort of first awakening, and then slowly, as I've become um, older and grown up, I've begun to be more and more aware of um, incidents like that. Mm, I love that story. And, you know, it's so interesting because 
you always see like two ends of the scale you'll see some people who spiritual awakening like I had that spiritual awakening or like you say it's that gradual awakening of where you had those inklings as a child and then you had those experiences and they kind of get more and more often as you get older and then you're like huh there's something to this I would class myself as spiritual my my journey is very similar to that in terms of having experiences as a child as a teenager kind of ignoring it for a long while and then having that moment where it's like okay I cannot ignore this anymore this is you know what I've come here to do or this is what I believe in as such so what does worth mean to you now you've obviously got a book called worth but what does worth mean to you well what it means to me is I've talked in my book about that's becoming aware of a sense of injustice and you know um become it it for me Worth starts with that feeling in the pit of my stomach. And it usually comes with anger or um, a sense of, you know, that something is not quite right. Something that's been done to me is not right. That, and, and with that anger comes that sense of injustice. So when that feeling arises in my stomach, um, Emma, I get a feeling, you know, that this feeling of anger just rises in the pit of my stomach and then into my heart, my soul. Um, And the worth is just about that sense of protection from, you know, a subservience to negative situations or negative people. Um, And just knowing that what's being done to me or what's being said to me is not right. And actually, you know, it is the other person's problem or the other problem and the other person's weakness, as my mum used to call it. Um, And just knowing that, no, I'm worthy of much, much more. I'm worthy of being valued. I'm worthy of some celebrating my life. I'm worthy of not having abuse or any type of negativity towards me. And that is essentially what worth means to me it means standing up and claiming my right to be free of any emotion that stops me progressing in my life you know or my spirituality um it's holding a mirror to myself and not comparing myself to others not saying well they're better than me in any way because i'm equal to everybody here i'm equal to every man woman here and i am not worth any less so that that is essentially what worth means to me I hope I've made that clear (laughs) (laughs) yeah you did it was lovely and it's such an interesting you know perspective to have because you know worth is spoken about so much in the self-help and self-development industry and you know I think when I went along my positively wealthy journey, I really learned what worth meant to me. And I think it is like a really individual relationship because I think every single person listening to this, you know, every person has questioned their worth in their lifetime or had to step into their worth or say, do you know what I am worthy of more, whether it's in their career, their love relationships, whether it's in self-appearance, self-love, that sort of thing. So I think every single person can relate to this because of, 
you know, the society that we live in, the world we live in, where, you know, there isn't equality right now. And there are so many amazing, important issues that are coming to the surface where we are looking at worth in so many different ways and realizing that, you know, we are all worthy and deserving of love, of abundance whatever it is so no how you how you put that was beautiful and um I think so many people will be able to resonate that for sure so what are your top tips then so for anybody listening who's like this is great but how do I actually learn my worth how do I implement this what are your top tips somebody asked me that the other day as well and I wouldn't say it's easy it didn't come easily but going through my book and going through my story I think the the top tips I would give are for for anyone reading my book or anyone um, who's in doubt, you know, it's about, first of all, starting to have that self-belief in yourself and that the power of that feeling of worth, you know, knowing that, you know, so you, it starts with self-belief. It starts with you beginning to believe in yourself and your worth. And if you don't have that self-belief, then the worth doesn't follow. So I think that's the first tip. You know, start believing in something about yourself. Start believing in something that you excel in or you're good at. Start, you know, small steps, baby steps, but start with that. Start with self-belief. You know, uh, there's so many people that think, oh, I'm no good at anything but no, everybody has a strength inside them or something that they can do and, and start believing in that strength. And slowly your sense of self-belief will grow. So, yeah, so have that self-belief in yourself and the power that that gives you, that feeling of worth when you do that something, that special something, whether it's charitable work, whether it's tending to your baby, whether it's doing something, you know, kind to somebody, you know, start believing in that or having compassion, start believing in in your sense of worth. I think the second tip I would give is, you know, start practicing compassion to others because that allows your worth and your confidence to grow. You know, um, some of the things that happened to me in worth, you know, I don't know if you've read it, but um, I think, you know, somebody said to me, I don't believe that, you know, you have that compassion, you don't have that, you know, you must have had feelings of revenge or anger or hatred. And I've, I've come to the stage where I just say to people, no, I feel compassion, because if I don't have that compassion, how am I going to allow my worth and my confidence to grow? If you are stuck in a, in, a, in a place of hatred or revenge, it's not going to allow your worth to grow. So my tip would be learn to be compassionate, compassionate towards the people that do you wrong, compassionate towards yourself. Um, the third tip I would give is, you know, staying strong to your values and beliefs. So, you know, just stay strong you know, believe in yourself, believe in your values and and don't let others sway you. Um, I, I also, another tip I would give is, you know, believe that no one has the right to take that spirit that's within you because they do not like something about you. So that could be your beliefs, it could be your values, it could be your lifestyle, 
your sex or your religion or your sexuality or your caste or your color. Don't let anybody take that away from you. Take that, you know, sense of spirit away from you because those things belong to you. They've been given to you by a God-given grace. So don't let anybody take those things away from you. You know, believe in yourself and in your values. Um, I think to also recognize uh, any emotion that's stopping you from progressing spiritually or in life. So know what you want and go for it without fear, I've put, you know. Um, I think that's in one of my affirmations from Worth. You know, um, sometimes we are caught up with fear or lack of worth or lack of self-esteem and we think, oh, we're not going to be good enough to go for this. But, you know, recognize that emotion that's stopping you from progressing. Um, and go for it. And I, I think another tip I would say is, honestly, I spent so many years comparing myself to others. You know, I, I've put in worth that. I'll just give one example. You know, I spent all my years comparing myself to Western idea of beauty, Eastern idea of beauty. And being of mixed heritage, which was part African, part Asian, and being very dark-skinned, having curly hair, I I knew that these were values that weren't, you know, these were looks that were not appreciated in Indian society, for example. And being a girl as well was not appreciated or valued. So I, I spent, I think, the, a large part of my childhood and my teens, and even in my early adulthood, comparing myself to others. And I would say, don't compare yourself to others. You are good enough. You are good for yourself. You just, when you look at yourself in the mirror, just say, I'm beautiful as I am. If it's one of those things that's holding. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. You're back and you're comparing somebody's riches or somebody's work or somebody's, you know, house. Don't, don't compare yourself to others because all it does is bring yourself, it brings you down. You're going to meet people who've got less than you and you're going to think, oh, I'm worthy more than them. Uh, and you can be people who've got more than you. And you're going to, if you keep comparing, you're never going to be happy in your own worth. So value what you've got. And I, and I, and my final tip is really accept and celebrate who you are. Because for a long time, I didn't accept and I didn't celebrate who I was. I didn't celebrate my body. I didn't celebrate my looks. I didn't even celebrate my work. I didn't celebrate my family. You know, I didn't celebrate my friends. I spent too much time being introspective and thinking about myself and thinking, oh, woe is me. No, celebrate, accept and celebrate who you are. So those are my tips, really. I love them. And I loved what you said about compassion as well, because compassion is so, so important and so healing as well. Like compassion for self, like you say, in terms of looking in the mirror and saying those self-loving affirmations and being kind to yourself and loving and also compassion, like you say, to those who have done us wrong in life and seeing that almost bigger picture in terms of, like you say, not holding on to that revenge, not holding on to that anger, because it's not, it's not serving you. It's not allowing you to move forwards or like you say, know your true worth. So no, definitely. I loved all of those because they're just so true. And I think so many of us hold ourselves back in life from truly embodying that worth for all of those reasons you've just mentioned. And I think if we could have more compassion and grace for ourselves yeah. and for others, I think, oh, do you know what I mean? Like we'd be so yeah. much happier in life. I also think it doesn't allow your soul to grow. Mm because you're stuck in that place of hatred and place of anger and you know it just doesn't allow your soul to grow your soul stays in one you know your soul needs if your soul is fed by compassion is fed by blessing people you know even the ones that do wrong to you and I just think you know I don't know for me I just think your worth and your soul grows when you start showing compassion and you know you're so right Emma healing it's the most healing uh tactic that you can have when you show compassion so yeah I really agree with you there absolutely absolutely well let's talk about adversity then because from what you've explained so far and we can go into this in more depth as well about your backstory and how you've grown up etc you've experienced a lot of adversity in your life. And I think adversity is something that we all experience to different scales in our life, but it's something that we're not really prepped for. We're not really kind of shown how to deal with. And I think it can really throw, you know, throw people off. They can feel very lost. They can feel obviously hurt. So what are your five ways to stay resilient in the face of adversity? First way I would say is was a way that was taught to me by my mom. So when we came to um, England, we were placed in uh, a house in in, uh, in Berkshire. And where we were was a really rough area. And they obviously found out that we were refugees. And we experienced a lot of racial attacks on our home, you know, bricks through the window, all sorts of things happening. My mom would walk through the park and she would be physically attacked. 
and verbally abused as she walked through the park. And um, and my mum always said one thing. She used to say that this situation or experience, it's not about you. It actually denotes the other person's weakness or insecurity in themselves. Mm. And I think that is one way of of staying resilient in the face of adversity. You know, if you've got an adverse situation or an experience, whether it's bullying or whether somebody's verbally or or physically attacking you, remember that this is about that person's insecurity. That person has a weakness inside them, my mum used to say. So I just learned to be be resilient just from just hearing my mum's voice say that. So, you know, if I'm in an adverse situation, the first thing I look at is, where is this person coming from? Are they coming from a place of strength or are they coming from a place of weakness? They may think they're coming from a place of strength, but anybody that bullies you or puts you down is actually coming from a place of weakness, uh, spiritually, emotionally, physically. So, you know, try and remember that. And that helps you develop that sense of resilience. Mm. Um, That's so true because hurt people hurt people and I mean your mum sounds like an incredible woman and it's just I mean it's awful like it's awful hearing that that was both of your experiences but I mean what an amazing mum what an amazing (laughs) mum I agree totally agree um the second one I would say is you know I know that some people will have faith and some people won't have faith so I mean, for me, my way of developing my resilience was having faith in the divine, you know, and I'm not necessarily talking, I mean, I think I've talked in worth about, I've sort of stepped away from the traditional form and belief in God. And for me, God can mean anything, can be a woman, can be a male, can come in many forms. So, you know, faith in the divine and just knowing that, um, my spirit guides, my angels are here helping me and guiding me and protecting me has actually helped me with my resilience. Um, that may not resonate with some people who don't believe, but that's where I, that's another way I got my resilience over my adverse, adverse situations. The other thing that I, you know, we touched on Emma earlier was affirmations and mantras. So I, th- For me, one way of being resilient is really having a mantra to myself. So uh, in Worth, I sort of talk about, you know, um, about the um, situation where I'd come to a a place where I felt really ugly and really felt I wasn't fit enough to face the world, you know. And one of the things that I, I remember when, when I talked about that being who came to me and talked to me, and I, I got up, it was the middle of the night, and I wrote an affirmation. I wrote, you, you know, hurtful words, ugly words will no longer have power over me. And I remember just writing that, writing all the hurtful experiences, all the names I'd been called, all the negative things that had been told me. I wrote them all on a piece of paper. And then I remember tearing up that piece of paper. but. One thing I held on to was that affirmation. These words will no longer have power over me. So even now when I talk about them, people, other people might tear up and say, oh, that's awful. But actually, they don't have any power over me. I can talk about them in a very factual way. 
in the past, I couldn't talk about them because they used to really hurt to talk about. But now I can say with confidence that that mantra every day, if I'm in a situation where somebody said something horrible to me, I just remember that mantra, you know, you, your words have no power over me. So what I would say is one, the, uh, the, the one way of staying resilient is actually for anybody to think of a mantra or think of an affirmation that makes them feel better inside themselves and say it. Even if you don't believe it, just keep repeating it and saying it. And even if in the midst of that situation, say in your head, say out loud, you know, anything that's going to start making you believe in your sense of worth. So that's another, another that's the third way of um, resilience, developing your resilience. The other way I did, um, I sort of developed my resilience was to remember that any negative situation is, is temporary. It's not permanent. So it will pass. My mum used to say, anything that bad that happens is going to pass. So some situations, you know, like if I'm dreading something at work or, you know, meeting somebody and I know that it's going to be a hostile meeting or whatever, I remember, okay, you know, that's going to happen, to you know, today, but it's not going to happen every single day, 24-7. This is a temporary situation. It's going to pass. So just remember that any negative situation is not permanent and it will pass. Sometimes you just have to ride the storm and then out, once you've ridden that storm, there will come sunshine afterwards. So that's what I remember um, in terms of my resilience, you know. And the fifth and final uh, way of, of resilience is for me, it was to surround myself with people, whether it's family, whether it's friends, you know, people who I know love me and support me and accept me for who I am, you know, warts and all. So these are these are the five ways I've sort of developed my resilience and they've helped me cope with adverse situations. Mm, I love them and you know I love that saying of like this too shall pass and it's so true because I think as humans we resist change all of the time but change is actually the only one constant and one certainty we ever have and you're right in terms of in when we're looking at from like an adverse side of things that when we're looking at adversity it will pass and although it feels awful and like you say using those mantras and affirmations are so important in the moment and even one that I've worked with which really really helped me which I think helps with worth as well is I reclaim my power I call back my power I reclaim my power because a lot of the time whether we're unconsciously or you know consciously giving away our power we don't always know so I feel like those mantras are awesome what you said as well is so powerful so absolutely like reclaiming your power in those moments is is a game changer isn't it yeah I I totally agree I love that I reclaim my power I love that I'm gonna I'm gonna adopt that Emma (laughs) (laughs) we're both gonna do it from now on well hopefully we're not gonna have any adversity to say it to but definitely something you could always turn to but one of my last questions for you today then Barty is what is one piece of life advice that we'd like you would like to leave my listeners with today okay so um in my memoir I said I said something, and if you don't mind, I'm just going to quote you a little bit from the book, if you don't mind. Of course, go for it. 
I've put, yes, I may have these illnesses and sometimes I may feel bad, but do you know what? I'm not going to die because that is not my destiny. My destiny is not to come all this way into the world to die, at least not yet, not now. So please, my what the, the tip I would give to people is, you know, you are a person of influence. You have your worth. You have a strength. You've been brought into this world because God felt that you had the strength and you've got a life purpose. And start thinking, what is my life purpose? What is my destiny? You know, why have I been put on earth? It doesn't have to be anything huge, huge, like, you know, going and becoming a king or a president or whatever. But we have all got something that we've been put on earth for. And, um, you know, just try and think, go back to what I said earlier on about your strength and what you're good at. Somewhere in that is your destiny. So my, my, my tip would be, you know, think of that, believe in yourself. And remember, you weren't just brought onto this earth to have no purpose. You have got a purpose. Find it and go for that destiny. Yes, love it. And I love that extract from your book as well. It's so powerful, so powerful. Well, let's talk a little bit about the book then. So what can we expect from the book Worth and where can my lovely listeners get it from? Well, if you go on my website, uh, on the website is www.bartidhir.com. Um, you will see um, all the links as to where you can get the book. So I know quite a few of my friends have got them. Uh, got the book from Amazon. Um, they've got them from Blackwell's Bookshop. Uh, they've also got it from um, Waterstones. But you've also got the ebook, which is I think one ninety nine. So if you can't afford it, just go for an ebook. <laughs> which and and I just hope that you're going to. I hope I really hope my memoir inspires a lot of people because essentially it is about experiences and situations that can bring your sense of worth down. But how you can build yourself up as well. And you know, if anybody can build up their sense of worth from what they've gone through, I I hope my memoir shows. Uh, the sort of experiences I went through. So go on the ebooks, get the 199 version, because for me, it's the importance is the message that my book has. And I really hope people enjoy it. I've had a lot of positive feedback from it. So it's it's lovely. And I've had positive feedback from people who don't believe in spirituality or spiritual beings. And I've had really positive feedback from people who do believe. So, you know, it's it's lovely. I love that. And you've mentioned your website and I'll put a clickable link um, down below in the description for people to click that as well. But where can my lovely listeners find you online if they'd like to follow more of your work? Um, well, I'm on Instagram and uh, I'm, I'm really not technologically savvy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook at the moment. I'm hoping to develop a lot more. But yeah, those are the two main social media sites that you, if you just click on my name, Barty Deer, you'll see me on there with all my um, posts and stories and things that are precious and dear to me. So and my values and my beliefs are on there as well. So you'll see different posts. 
Brilliant. Well, it has been so lovely speaking to you today, Barty, and thank you so much for sharing your pearls of wisdom with us and for talking all things worth. I know everybody listening is going to have got so much from this podcast and so many amazing takeaways. So thank you so much. It has honestly been a pleasure. Oh, Emma, thank you. Thank you very, very much. It's been a pleasure talking to you. I feel like I've met another sister. But yeah, thank you, Emma. Soul connection here. Yes, definitely. Thank you so much. So thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my podcast episodes today. I really hope you've enjoyed Barty and I's conversation. As always, if you want to find a clickable link to Barty's website, you can find it in the description below, along with any more information about myself, my coaching and everything else I have to offer at emmamumford.co.uk. So thank you so much guys for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can also join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things law of attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a great week whatever you're up to and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode which will be next week. Lots of love guys. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.